Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Lead Well Podcast. This is Brandon Holland, your host, and uh, really excited about the episode that we have for you today. Um, one of my good friends, somebody who's definitely an inspiration to me, um, someone who is an entrepreneur, a business leader, uh, puts out inspirational content and helps motivate others almost on a daily basis. My good friend, Zach Burek. Zach, welcome to the show. Brandon, what's up, buddy? That's a, that's a lot to live up to after that intro. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, you've done the work, man. Um, I just kind of, you know, want to jump right in. Let's uh, give our listeners a, an introduction to, to who you are and, you know, a little bit about your journey and how you um, got to, to what you got into what you're doing now. Yeah, man. So uh, I hit the big 3-0 in just a few weeks. I don't know when this podcast will air, but end of September, I will uh, I'll hit the end of the 20s and on into the 30s. And uh, so anyways, lived in lived in North Carolina my whole life. Um, I've done a lot of different things in a relatively short amount of time. Um, started working at a really young age. I was 12 years old when I picked up a weed eater at a golf course with my uncle and made 20 bucks a day and got to golf for free. And so that was the beginning of my career. Um, started the kind of the, the entrepreneurial journey at about the same age. I would carry a leaf blower around my grandma's neighborhood and I'd, uh, I'd hand write a business card on the napkin and hand it to, to neighbors in the neighborhood. And, hey, I'll, uh, I'll blow your leaves out of your gutter for 20 bucks. Something about 20 bucks at 12 years old. It was, uh, it was a lot of money. Big money. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, fast forward a little bit, got my license and I was working in retail through high school. Um, still during the summers working at the golf course. And, uh, I think I saw one high school football game the entire time I was in high school, all okay. 18 years of that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I was, I was working all the time. I've always been a worker. So did the retail deal, went to, uh, went to college after high school, UNC Charlotte. I was in the school of engineering there. Uh, and I paid for books by running moonshine. I would, <laughs> uh, I'd buy some straight moonshine, cut it, make apple pie out of it, sell it to people there. Uh, during the summers, I would still work at the golf course. Uh, I was making a little more than 20 bucks a day at that point, but, um, had seasonal jobs during the holiday season while I was in college. And then 2013, uh, after my junior year going into senior year, I got a quote unquote internship here at Duggan's welding. And, uh, really all that meant was really cheap labor for a kid that had no experience. Um, you know, they pushed really hard during, during college to get internships, to get experience, to kind of put you in a better position once you graduated and uh, a good friend, mentor, and baseball coach of mine introduced me to Derek Duggins, who started Duggins Welding all the way back in 1986. Wow. And so I spent three months out in the field um, between my junior and senior years of that summer, learned a little bit about a lot of different things. Um, and about that time, 2013, 2014, that's also when I started playing music and traveling, you know, mostly North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia. Yeah. Did that as well as working at Duggan's for, uh, so the music, we did that through 17 or 18. Um, that's actually how you and I met was yeah. mutual friend Zach Bean recording with him. But uh, back to Duggan's, worked there during that summer, uh, went back to school my senior year, and we had a capstone project that lasted the entire year. 
had a mentor right. that we were assigned to. And I remember going in his office and I said, man, I learned more in three months than I've learned in the past three years here. <laughs> I've he heard said, that I exact know. thing yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> from a college his, re- his response was, I know, because experience trumps all, man. And just getting your boots dirty and getting in there and showing people that you're willing to do the work, regardless if you got that expensive piece of paper or not, means a lot. Yeah. Um, so anyways, went back to school, graduated that following spring, um, came to work here at Duggan's full time after I had that expensive piece of paper, but I was still getting my boots dirty, stayed out in the field for a while, uh, gradually moved into the office, started estimating, uh, getting into project management. And just really from 2013 until October 29th of 2021, just took on more and more responsibility, uh, not because I was asked to do it, because I wanted it. Um, I had, you know, it didn't take me long to really figure out what I wanted to do, and that was take over the company. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, even for myself, it it kind of happened sooner than I expected it to. But uh, just working hard, setting goals, and not deviating from the plan just kind of put us in a position when I say us, I mean, my, my wife and I put us in a position to where we could at least have a chance at, at what we were striving for. That's awesome, dude. That's really awesome. And I know that, you know, you guys do some, some really great work with your company. And so um, what are some of the, some of the values that you have, you know, for your employees and some of the standards that you kind of hold, hold folks to? Yeah. So, I mean, we can talk about what we do and how we do it all day. But why we do everything that we do is so much more important. I mean, Simon Sinek, he's got the the golden circle, start with why. Um, if anybody hasn't read that book that's listening to this, start with why by Simon Sinek. I highly recommend it. But, you know, it all starts internally with our core values, which we've, we've had, but they weren't clearly established. And okay. that was one of my main focuses after I took over was this is who we are. This is why we're doing what we do. So, you know, my purpose personally in all aspects, you know, every business that I have at home, my friends, I want to help people become the best version of themselves. So whatever I can do to elevate people. And, you know, a lot of times if you show somebody that you believe in them, it's going to encourage them. And even if they don't necessarily believe in themselves, they will. Um, I say a lot of times when I'm talking to my, to my team, like, whatever I'm saying, you don't necessarily have to believe it, but you better believe that I believe it. Yeah. And then eventually over time, they're going to buy into it, but it all starts with the core values, man. Uh, relationships are huge for us. I think relationships are the new currency. Yeah. Um, you put, you put money over people in relationships pretty soon. You'll have neither. So relationships are big work ethic. We do the work. We show up at every day, day in and day out. We show up on time. We do what we're supposed to do. We say what we're going to do and uh, we get it done. Commitment is another big thing. Like I don't want people, uh, we have team members, not employees. I don't want people showing up late and leaving early, which is what an employee is to me. So everybody we have on our team is a team member and they're committed to themselves, each other, the project that they're on and the clients. Um, And we win, man. Whenever you put all those core values together, and you're living them in, or you're living them day in and day out, that's when you really start winning. Um, so core values are a big thing for us, and, and that's kind of how we do, why we do what we do, which is structural steel erection. So, you know, the core values and, and the why, I could tell you about that, and you'd never know 
that that's a, a structural steel erection company, right? Exactly. Uh, and that's just, that's how important it is, man. Your, your purpose has to be more than just money. Like money is a result. Yeah. It's just a byproduct of everything you're doing. So um, why you're doing it, how you're doing it, and then what you're doing in that order. Absolutely. Okay. So what's been, um, what's been one of your, one of your most proudest moments, um, you know, leading this company? Yeah, I've, I've been asked a couple of times, what's, what's your favorite project you've ever done? Uh, and I give them the old Michael Jordan answer the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but as far as, you know, moments that I've experienced that I've been proud of, um, a lot of the people that, that are still on our team, well, number one, it's, it's an honor to have the team members that we do. We've got a lot of people that have been with us for a long time and in the construction industry, you know, we're notorious for turnover people coming and going and we've got a far less turnover rate than most i'm very proud of that and i think the reason that we're able to attract and retain the people that we have is because of the culture that we've built um people want to work here it's it's fun you know the elements outside it gets really hot in the summer it gets really cold in the winter but whenever you've got camaraderie and and a true team working together out there the days go by a whole lot faster and, and our guys enjoy what they're doing. But um, another thing I'm proud of is because we have those relationships with our, with our team members out there, I'll have people call me or text me or whatever, just to share a win that they've had, you know, they'll send me a picture of their, their son catching a fish or a deer that they killed during hunting season or something like that. And then they'll bring me some deer meat too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, again, man, relationships are key. And so when you can be comfortable and they can be comfortable talking to me about anything and everything, especially outside of work, that means a ton to me. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that's one thing that has kind of, you know, helped me along too is, you know, I, I focus on relationships first. Um, it's, you know, not really seen too often uh, in government because a lot of times people are just a number. And so, you know, try to be intentional with, you know, that not being the case and, you know, people, you know, they stick around and, you know, they work with you uh, because they want to, not because they have to. Exactly. And, and that's, you know, what creates that, that environment is you have people that want to be there. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really, really um, think that's, that's super awesome. Um, <clears throat> so, like, what does, you know, what's kind of contributed the most to your to your leadership and your your leadership style? Man, I, I'm sure you've heard you're going to be the average of the five people you hang around most. Um, and so what I've done intentionally is get around people and not necessarily in person, this technological age that we live in we have access to so many people. And so my, my five, my core five, my circle, whatever you want to call it, like there's a couple in there that those people don't even know me, but I'm around them because I'm listening to podcasts every day. I'm listening to, to radio shows. I'm reading books, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so putting myself not necessarily in their circle, but putting them in my circle, um, I've learned a ton from people that are further ahead of me that have been doing it for so long and I've I've heard their mistakes and I've adopted them as my own so to speak so that yeah hopefully I don't make the same mistakes because I've seen them do it and they've they've said you know had that not happened or if I did xyz it would have taken me five years whereas it took me 10 so um 
adopting those those mistakes as my own, putting myself around those types of people, whether in person or not, um, it's gonna decrease the time that it takes me to get from A to B. Um, and so also, you know, I just said when you put money above relationships, pretty soon you'll have neither. That's not my words. I took that from Bradley, and that's one that I listen to a, a lot. His podcast, um, dropping bombs, the real Bradley. Check that out. Um, but then also, you know, getting into mastermind groups yeah. has has been big for me, and it's literally physically put me in rooms that I never thought I'd be part of. I mean, I'm I'm having conversations with the the president CEO of Lone Depot you know, big, big time companies and big time people that at the end of the day, they're just people. Um, it looks really cool from the outside looking in, but you know, anybody listening to this, remember people are just people. We all put our pants on the same way. You don't have to, you don't have to fanboy every time you meet somebody that you've seen on podcast or, or on TV or anything like that. But, um, as far as what's developed my leadership style, I would say the biggest contribution would be listening to and putting myself around people that are way ahead of me and already done it. I love that dude. And that, you know, that's one of the purposes of this podcast. Um, you know, I don't consider myself to, to be a great leader, but one thing I'm very intentional about is surrounding myself with great leaders. And so, you know, that, that's the purpose of this podcast. And, you know, I think that, you know, I've received so much from, from good leaders and from mentors and things like that, that, you know, the purpose of this thing is to, to give that back to other people and let them have some of the same experiences that I've had. So I, I, I really love that. Um, so how's, uh, how's 75 hard going for you? <laughs> uh, it's called 75 hard for a reason. It's, it's hard. Yeah. Um, today is day 51. So okay. we got a, a little ways to go, but, um, it's been good, man, because, you know, I thought I'd quote unquote managed time well prior yeah. to starting 75 hard. I didn't. Um, but getting intentional and really focusing on the tasks that you have to complete every single day um, has really helped my time management skills. And I've also learned just, you know, speaking on the 75 hard tasks, if you front load everything, as much as you can every single day, it makes it a whole lot easier. Like before I go to bed, um, you know, 10, 10 30 at night, the only thing I have left to do is read my 10 pages and take a photo. Yeah. Um, so first thing in the morning, I'll go do some cardio about four o'clock. I'll leave the office, go to the gym, get my second workout in. Uh, I'm drinking water throughout the day. Um, hopefully I don't have to go to the bathroom during this, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've done it, man. You know how it is. It's, it's difficult. Um, but it's, it's really re- rewarding too. like after, I think it was like day 28, I took my progress photo and I look back at, at day one, you know, you see yourself in the mirror every day. You don't really tell that much of a difference, but yeah. when you spend pretty much a month grinding and doing what you're supposed to do when it comes to 75 hard day in and day out, you look back in just 28 days, that transformation is noticeable. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man, and you know, to the listeners, we're going to do a uh, a, a full uh, seventy five hard episode, but you know, <clears throat> you know, I finished it uh, back in February. I finished it on Valentine's Day, actually. Um, but the hardest thing wasn't it wasn't the tasks; it was time management for me. Yep. 
it, that that was where I, I realized, you know, I needed to to improve the most. It wasn't the workouts. It wasn't, you know, anything else. It wasn't the diet or anything. It was it was the time management for me too. Yep. Um, but okay, all right. Um, so also, um, you have a um a company that does um beard oil and beard products. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, West Y Beard Company just launched it in May of 2021. So it's been around just over a year now. And uh, you and I were talking about it a little bit off air. And it's it's amazing to me how quickly it's grown. Um, and it's to a point now, like I was telling you um, backstage, I guess. I, I can't really grow it any more than it already has because it's a one-man show right now. And I, I've got so much going on in other areas of life. I just, I don't want it to grow to a point that I can't fulfill what my, what my customers are, are wanting and needing. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to do is disappoint my customers. Um, but yeah, again, launched it in May of 21. Uh, West Y comes from my twin boys, Weston and Wyatt. So I kind of combine their two names. That's where the, the name of the company comes from. And uh, yeah, we offer beard oil, beard butter, beard balm, and mustache wax. Most of it's uh, e-commerce. We're shipping all over the country and also up into Canada. Um, so I think at this point, there's less states that I haven't shipped to than there are. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I've shipped to Hawaii a couple of times. I don't think we've hit Alaska yet, but we're getting close. We're up into Canada. Okay. Um, got a few brick and mortar stores that we're in. Uh, got some wholesale deals with some barbers and salon owners and stuff like that. Uh, and then we do some trade shows. We do probably a half dozen trade shows a year, which those are really fun because most men, I wouldn't say most men, but there's, there's the majority that don't really know about beard care. Like the hair on our face is so much different than the hair on our head. For example, if you, if you don't wash your hair on your head for a week, it gets really greasy and nasty, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't wash your, your facial hair, it dries out and gets like brittle, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's just case in point how different it is and why it's so important to, to maintain and take care of that facial hair, uh, especially with beard oil, because the whole purpose of beard oil is to, to nourish and hydrate our skin more so than the actual hair. Um, because our, our bodies just can't naturally produce enough oil for each individual hair to extract from our face. And I'm getting really scientific and detailed, but, um, yeah, it's it's a whole lot more important uh, to me than just selling a product. Like these trade shows are a really good place to educate people and show them, you know, why you need to use the stuff. Yeah. So how how did it start? Like what what sparked sparked your interest and made you made you want to start that up? Yeah, um, I've tried numerous other companies, and I still I still support other companies, even though I I have my own and I make my own stuff. Um, there there's a lot of great beard companies out there and there's some that are mediocre i haven't really had any that are just flat out bad um but because i did experience those mediocre products at a, a higher cost than what i sell my stuff at i'm like man i know i can make some better stuff than this that's going to work for me um and you know at first i'm thinking surely i can make it cheaper um which that <laughs> that isn't true until you start making stuff in bulk okay and then start selling it but uh yeah, it was, it was just one of those things like, I'm going to try this. I think I can make a good product. I've got a creative mind. My imagination is, is huge. 
Um, so I, I did a bunch of research, man. I spent seven or eight months in R and D just figuring out what the the formula was going to be, what carrier oils I was going to use for my blend. Um, and then a huge component to that was teaming up with uh, Dan Command up in Michigan. He goes by Dan C. Bearded on YouTube. He's got a big YouTube channel. I think he's he may be over 60,000 subs now. Um, so he's killing it. He just quit his full-time teaching gig to go full-time into content creation. Um, but I teamed up with him, started working with him before I ever even launched the company. And so he helped me a ton. Um, but, you know, putting all that work in on the front end, there wasn't really a whole lot that I had to tweak prior to taking it to market. So to anybody out there that's listening and thinking about starting a business, no matter what it is, my biggest piece of advice is do the work on the front end so that whenever you're ready to go to market, it's it's truly ready and you don't have to change anything. Because the last thing you want to do is put out something mediocre and then you got to change it. And at that point, you're better off just to go ahead and rebrand because, you know, first impressions are everything. Yeah. I saw a, uh, a quote from uh, Gary V just this morning and it said, um, the, the best marketing still won't sell a bad product. That's so, it. Yeah. 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 You definitely have to be able to, to produce quality and it's good to have, you know, have your ducks in a row at the beginning um, and, you know, making sure that you're, you know, as knowledgeable as possible before you get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so what else is, uh, what else is going on in your world, man? What else you been up to? Well, just mentioned I got twin boys. They'll yep. be two years old this Thursday, which is August 25th. Again, I don't know when this is going to air, so they'll probably be two by the time this, this show airs. Um, they are so fun, man. We're, we're to the age now that we're communicating and not having, like, conversations, but, you know, they're starting to put words together, and yeah. um, they can tell us what they want. Um, they're fun to play with, roughhouse with. Uh, and I tell you, my wife is a – friggin saint man she she's at home full-time with them i mean that's two full-time jobs for her every single day with the, with those guys she's she's doing such a good job raising them and you know i i fill the gaps where i can and when i can to teach them you know different things um shooting a basketball you know they got the the little ball that you know it's it's this big and they got the little plastic goal and everything um they've got these little shopping carts that they race around the house. I don't know if they're going to get into racing or not. I hope not. Cause man, it's expensive, <laughs> but, uh, they, uh, man, they're fun. I'll tell you though, being a parent, being a dad has been the most challenging and rewarding job that I've ever had in my life. Absolutely. Um, but it's fun, man. Yeah. They keep us busy for sure. Uh, we got, we got Duggan's welding, which is the primary business uh west y which is really good supplemental income um and it also satisfies a lot of people the the beard care market is so big and i didn't even realize how big it was to begin with but um so we got the family we got a couple businesses that we're doing uh that we're running oh man what else we got a little bit of music i'm not playing a whole lot of music anymore just because everything that i just mentioned takes so much of my time um and my time is limited. So as much time as I can spend with Nicole Weston and Wyatt, you know, that's, that's where I'm going to focus my time on. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, awesome, man. So, um, 
anything else to our listeners before we go, man? I mean, you're putting out encouraging content almost every day. Um, what's, you know, what's your message to somebody who may be, you know, struggling, uh, in their business or struggling to find some motivation right now? What do you, what do you say to that person? Yeah, man, I, I think, uh, if you're going through hell, just keep on going because you're going to get out of it on the other end. Um, if you put the work in, no matter what you're doing, like you, you just keep working. If you do the work, it works out. Um, so no matter how discouraged you get, no matter what's going on that may be affecting you negatively, just keep pushing. And I think that's where, you know, commitment and building good habits is so much more important than just motivation. Like motivation is just a feeling and it, it comes and goes. There's some days that I'm way more motivated than others, but every single day I do what I know I need to do, whether I feel like it or not. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of my my words of encouragement. Build build good habits and stay committed to what you know is going to get you to that next level. Don't don't just lean on motivation. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I I am you know a motivational speaker, and you know one of the things that I say often is that motivation isn't always going to work. So you know you have to establish the discipline and and the routine and you know, actually put in the work because motivation is just, it's very, very temporary. And if you don't Absolutely. have the discipline and the things that you need in place, you know, once the motivation has gone, you're, you know, right back to where you were. So I couldn't yeah. agree more, man. And, and through the journey of, of leadership and surrounding myself with the people that we were talking about a minute ago, it has also changed my mindset so much. Like looking back, I've been asked, I don't know how many times, what's your definition of success? And it is when reality catches up to my imagination. So by that definition, I don't know that I'll ever be a true success because, you know, I've, I've achieved certain goals that I've set out for, but it's still not enough. Like, and then what, and then what, and then what, and you just keep, keep getting better and keep leveling up every time you reach that goal. So, um, I will say never be satisfied, and I don't say that arrogantly or in a negative way, um, but just just know that if you can mold your mindset from being so limited to limitless, like once you prove to yourself that you can do certain things, you can you can elevate those goals that you're setting for yourself, and that's that's speaking from personal experience, like some of the stuff I'm doing right now, 10 years ago, if you told me I'd be doing it, I'd say you were a liar, yeah. right? You just got to – it's amazing what your mind can do. I've heard a couple times, you you know, us as people, we only use 10% of our brain or whatever. I don't believe that for a minute. Like, if you truly commit, set goals, establish those disciplines and, and routines, like, there's so much that you can do. Um if you've got a goal and you want to do something, get after it, man. You, yeah. you can't do anything sitting on the sidelines, right? What's right. the worst that happens? It doesn't work out. I mean, if you're not doing anything now, it dang sure ain't going to work out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. That's that's incredible. And great, you know, great advice for, for anybody who's, you know, in a situation where, you know, they need to be better. They need to, to be making progress. Um, so before we, uh, end the show, man, how can our listeners find you? How can they, um, connect with the, with the beard oil company? Um, where, where can they connect with you at? Yeah, I'm pretty easy to find according to white pages. I'm the only Zach Burek in the, in the country. 
Okay. Um, but reach out to me on Instagram. That's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Uh, all my social media handles for the most part are just my name at Zach Burick, Z-A-C-H-B-U-R-I-C-K. Um, any contractors listening to this, uh, we provide structural steel erection services throughout North Carolina and a little bit up into Virginia. It's Duggan'sWelding.com. West Y Beard Co. Um, you can find that on my personal page or, you know, a standalone profile. It's just at West Y Beard Co. Uh, WestYBeardCo.com. Let's see what else we got. I don't think I'll give you my phone number. You've got it, but yeah, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll keep that stored for you. Yeah. But yeah. All jokes aside, I'm easy to find. If you've got any questions, I, I love helping people, man. Um, again, like I said at the beginning, my purpose is just to elevate as many people as I can to become the best version of themselves. And it's a work in progress, man, to be successful. I just, I mentioned it in my reel that I posted today to be successful as a journey. It's not a finish line. So yeah. we're all working to get better day in and day out, reach out to me. I'm pretty responsive and, and would love to help. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, really appreciate your time and, and what you're doing and um, you know, the, especially the the content that you're, that you're putting out and the, the way that you run your business and lead others, you know, that's um, what we like to focus on here. And you've definitely been an inspiration to me and to others. So I definitely uh, appreciate you, Zach. Um, and to the listeners, um, you know, we don't run ads or charge anything for this podcast. We just, you know, enter into the value exchange. If we did a good job, we just ask that you share the show with at least one person and, um, you know, you've heard uh, how you can connect with Zach. Uh, you can also connect with me on social media at BWHolland32 on all platforms. And um, if there's anything that we can do to help you in your, your leadership journey, just let us know. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.